Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. This episode is sponsored by my seven-day Beat the Bloat Challenge. So ladies, if you're struggling with bloating, food intolerances or IBS, then jump to my website and sign up for seven days of tips, tricks and recipes. Today I'm chatting to Jane Jade, Jane, there we go, off to a good start, (laughs) all about training for your cycle and hormones. And so ladies, you're going to love this one. Jade, thanks so much for being here. I love your Instagram and I just knew that we had to connect. Hi, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Cool. So tell me a little bit about you, who you are, what your business is. Yes, so my name is Jade Laray and my business is the Beautiful Body Society. So it's a little bit of a, well, basically it is an online and in-person, I guess, like fitness health studio. Um, but we also offer um, one-on-one um, health coaching sessions and then also just um, with monthly um, wellness seminars and things like that. So I guess a little bit about my background and why I wanted to start this was basically just because I have always been really passionate about health and fitness. I've been in the fitness industry and a personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, a Pilates instructor, all of the stuff um, for about maybe about 10, 11 years now. Um, and I sort of just always did it on the side Um, and I worked sort of corporately Um, and then I had my daughter three years ago and after I had her my just my body was just all over the place my hormones stress you know having a new baby not sleeping very well not nourishing my body yeah yeah there's so many women in that category isn't it we're just juggling it Mm -hmm. all yeah, and just being a new mum, you just you're just like thrown in the deep end, and you're just like, yeah, every day is so different. Just trying to swim along with <laughs> most days drowning, but um, yeah. yeah. So I guess I um, just was like, right, I did gain a lot of weight during my um, period. I had a heart condition, so I was unable to exercise, which made me very very sad. Just because exercise has always been a massive um, part of my life. Um, so I was like, yep, once I've had her, I'm going to get onto my exercise routine, get back into it. And I guess previous to having my daughter, I did think I was very healthy. Like I, I sort of always, um, strived to be my healthiest, but I probably wasn't, well, I, I know I wasn't just purely because of, um, I was very much focused on, you know, like my calories and um you know I, I think I went into a little bit of not like disordered eating if that makes sense you know always making sure that I was 
under a certain calorie amount, always doing, you know, over, always yeah. overtraining, yeah. just that yeah. sort of thing. And yeah. if I That's wanted to really, lose weight, I'd just, yeah, really common, yeah skip a meal. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the point where I, you know, my husband and I were like, yep, we're thinking about having a baby. Went to get everything sort of like tested and, you know, just find out what my levels are. Um, and I was actually already pregnant, so I didn't know. And everything was low. And my doctor was like, oh, like, you know, do you not eat meat? Like, and just asking me all these questions because everything was just really low. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm being healthy. You know, I'm, I don't have low levels. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, for sure. I guess from there, I started off my pregnancy just in a bit of a depletion, depleted state. And um, yeah, I just never caught up. So of course, post-pregnancy and going through all of that um, childbirth and um, all of that stress, I, um, yeah, just ended up so depleted. And then of course thought right now I need to lose this weight Um, and the pressure around, you know, losing weight post baby. I just thought, no, I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to (laughs) exercise. And of course, like, that is just havoc in itself because one, you're not sleeping very well. Then I was, you know, under eating and over training. Um, and I was just putting on more weight and I was in this, like, what the hell, like, you know, I'm working on the calories in calories out and this should be working. And, and it just wasn't. So I, um, of course went back to my doctor and I'm like, what is going on? I can't lose weight. I'm so upset. I'm just, you know, I'm exhausted all the time. And she's like, Oh, you're just a new mum." Um, anyway, so fast forward a little bit and I ended up being diagnosed with Hashimoto's. So, um, my doctor is very good. She's, um, likes to get, likes to be very thorough and, um, was a little bit concerned about my levels going into pregnancy. And so whether some of this sort of thyroid stuff was hanging around pre-pregnancy, I probably will never know. Um, but yeah, so I ended up with Hashimoto. So of course I went down this like Hashimoto thyroid hormones rabbit hole and just found that, oh my God, I was just completely not treating my body well at all. So, um, being on maternity leave, I decided to do a whole heap of extra study and, um, then I actually, I did go back to my corporate job for a little bit, was made redundant, which was probably a blessing in disguise. And now I work as a health and nutrition coach and um, a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and have created my um, in-person online studio all about training for your cycle and, you know, just helping women that you know, maybe potentially went through what I've what I've gone through, which I find is very common, but not even that, just just telling women that, you know, you don't have to be at the gym seven days a week, pushing yourself to the absolute limit that your body is just becoming so stressed. And then, you know, getting down if you're not hitting your PB and all of this sort of stuff that I knew played a massive role in in, in yeah. my like yeah. my like self-worth yeah. and all um body confidence and all of that um in the past and now I know why I really really wish I knew this yeah this all right well before. let's let's unpack yeah let's unpack some of that a bit so you went into this niche of health nutrition fitness um helping women understand their bodies understand their cycles because really it came back down to 
when you were struggling, you didn't, you didn't know like you, or not that you didn't know, but you were like, okay, I'm not going to eat. This is, this is just how it's going to be. I'm going to count calories. I'm going to lose weight and those kinds of things. And it really became clear to you, I guess, that, that, that wasn't the key and that wasn't the answer and that your body was so depleted. And I think so many women, especially around pregnancy, maybe forget or don't realize how much you know a pregnancy will take out of your body as well Mm -hmm. but then there is that this is you've really picked a nerve with me when it comes to the GP (laughs) thing because there's so many times I do see women Mm -hmm. and doctors are so important they have such a critical role but there is that that time that point where they will say things to us like you know you are just tired or you're just underweight or you're just a new mum or you've just Mm -hmm. got IBS or you just got you know just go on the pill those kinds of things really grain against Mm -hmm. me because so often it's not the way it should be no and um going back in time a little bit um I was diagnosed through a gastroenterologist that I had IBS because I suffered a lot of gut issues um post pregnancy I was also diagnosed with SIBO so um there has been a lot of um gut healing stuff that I did but the number one thing was like just my stress levels and just (laughs) learning about my cycle. And, and, you know, like my doctor said, you know, you, you, there's, there's no medication you've got to. And I mean, I'm never one for medication. I'm always like, you know, let's get to the root cause. And I think, you know, being a health nutrition coach, that's what we're, you know, designed to do. We're trying to find why the body is unbalanced. So um, when I was looking at my stress and, just researching about the thyroid and just the thyroid being like the master gland and in charge of all the hormones, I was just kind of like, well, maybe this has something to do with my sex hormones, maybe my period. I also found out I had like estrogen dominance and I was like, do you know what I mean? Like all of this stuff is related yet when we look at it, I think we depict it and we go, oh no, it's just your thyroid. This hormones will have nothing to do with it or you know and then once I started to learn that okay how can I detox estrogen how can I support my stress levels how can I exercise and train to actually work with my body I just decided to um yeah I just 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 like the amount of research and reading and um information and study that I did around it was like oh my God, why isn't this in school? Like, why, why don't we know more about this stuff? And, you know, stop being on that, that train of like, just absolutely killing ourselves all the time. Yeah. And and helping, yeah. Helping women know that and realize that, and that our bodies are so interconnected and everything is connected to each other. And that really brings us to sort of what you're doing today with women and training for their cycles and going, okay, you know what? My exercise, my stress, my nutrition, every single thing is is playing off each other into my ovulation, mm-hmm. into my reproduction, into the way I feel, into my IBS. They are also interconnected. Yes. So how can we train? How can we exercise in a way that does support our menstrual cycles? Mm-hmm. So um, I guess 
the you the thing is is that you don't have to stop exercising at all and I think that's the number one thing is a couple of things that I have read is like oh don't exercise when you have your period but then I also have a lot of women that say it actually helps with pain and things like that so there's no reason to stop and if you're like me I love to exercise it's just a part of my daily routine whether it's you know walking or I am doing weights or Pilates or whatever hit workout um, but yeah I guess it's more about the the time the the time that you train so how long you train for the intensity and the weight and just basically um, changing up that depending on where you are in your cycle can have a lot um, have a lot more benefits on the stress levels in the body and um, we have like our first half of the cycle which you know like you which is from say your just after your period so if I say like day one to approximately day seven you are bleeding and this time is you know like it's it's a sacred time and it's a time that we actually don't you know we're always like in the mindset oh I've got my period like it's so annoying um but it's it's actually not annoying it's actually a thing to let your body know that you're actually you're healthy female and you can reproduce so periods are actually a really great sign that you are healthy and um what is common is like you know periods that are debilitating and they you know stop you from doing things that is common but it's not normal and and I think once we start to understand how we can exercise to get the stress levels down so you're not in such an inflammatory state when you get your period then it can just make such a difference with um, your whole cycle but also with actually having your period so I guess during that stage um, it's really important to listen to your body. Your hormones um, are at their lowest at that point as well. So you can be more um, stress reactive. Um, so I have, through the research that I've done, is basically working on um, that lower intensity. You can still um, lift weights, but just be mindful of how you're feeling going into your workout. So, you know, if, if you have woken up and you're, really exhausted or you maybe you got to the gym you're sort of halfway through listen to your body maybe you need to stop and eat um, and then go on with your workout or maybe you do need to go home and I sort of say to some of my clients is like if you had a a big like sort of gash on your arm that was bleeding that you're in pain like would you go to the gym (laughs) no so you know you have you just have to be very mindful that yes you are bleeding and you have your period but maybe that's the time um, where you are just maybe doing some you are trying something different maybe you're doing more of a gentle um, work maybe you're doing some weights but you're just um, taking it a little bit slower Um, you're not lifting for your pb your hip you can still do you say your hip workout if that's what you like but you're not pushing to the extreme you know you might be keeping it low impact so I think where we can try and work with our stress levels and and um during that stage we are in a more of inflammatory state and stress reactive and I guess as you're yeah and that would be those first seven days and then as you're going I guess into that next sort of stage and you're heading towards ovulation you're starting to see those hormones pick up aren't you so you can yes so we're going yes so we're going to our estrogen more of our estrogen dominant stage and this is where you kind of your mindset shifts so much. Like I, I don't know since 
my clients work with me, they're like, oh my God, I, after my period, I get so excited (laughs) because I'm like, I've had that little break and I'm like, yes, I've got like nearly two weeks now where I can just go and not have to worry about my stress levels and, and estrogen does help you be um, more pain tolerant. So there you go. (laughs) During that stage, you can go heavier. So that is definitely the stage. So the, so say the box approximately like day eight to 14 is about, your sort of unstoppable stage so you definitely are um, able to to do your pb you're able to get that lift a little bit heavier um, do your hit workouts you may find that your energy levels are a bit um, less so maybe you can do more but you need more breaks so that's yeah. something to look out for so you may be able to do like a little bit of heavier, but you may need a couple of extra minutes just to let the body recover. And I think, again, it's it's going back to thinking and being mindful of exercising the muscles you're working and, and what, like how your body is actually feeling at that time. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the other thing is, is that, you know, all these things are rising, but if we're tracking this and if we're tracking our cycle, so using a, you know, whether you choose to use a real in-depth period tracker or whether you just use a basic one, that's, you know, everyone's different depending on whether they're doing fertility awareness things or not. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're tracking that and then you can start to plan your exercise routine, like you said, the first one to seven days, yeah. we might take it a bit slower, a little bit more controlled, a bit more strength then that estrogen Mm -hmm. rises, we can start to pick things up. You can then also be doing your seed cycling in line with that. So taking seeds, you can be following the moon. If you're not having cycles, like if you've got irregular periods, you can follow the moons and do it in line with that as well. So it's all quite intuitive here so that sort of like yeah. that, that middle ovulation phase you can push it a little bit more ladies you can go mm-hmm. a little bit harder and stronger yeah and then and those sort of yep sorry <laughs> I was just oh, getting right. so I was gonna say those three days of ovulation is where you have the most amount of energy because that is where that's your time to get busy if, if you know what I mean like yep. that's when you're supposed to be having bait like yeah. Pregnant. yeah so <laughs> you have like women. more energy <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you were like yeah you're on top of the world in those weeks um, on those sort of like three days sorry that's like your ovulation days and then but then after your ovulation you do go back to this is when your pms is coming and yeah. you're gonna slow down you naturally are just oh. going to find getting to the gym harder you're going to feel hungrier you're yeah. gonna you know the pms is gonna start rising so um during this phase i i always say um to my to my girls is you know this is this is your um you're a little bit of downtime, not downtime, but this is the time where you need to go. You can go maybe endurance wise. You can maybe yep. you're a runner. You might be able to jog longer time, but you may be a lot slower um, and you can still do your hip workout, but maybe you actually do it. Um, so you might've had a lots of rest in the, the stage before, but this stage you might be able to go all the way through, not rest as much, but at a slower, lower pace, like a lower impact yeah. Um, yeah. pace. So it's not really a time to be trying to get your PB or anything like that um, because you yeah. will fatigue a lot easier. You're going to be more yeah. um, like more, um, you'll feel the pain a lot more so you might recover a little bit slower so it's definitely the time where you know getting that endurance space work so um, I have um, 
I have specific classes for different. Um, so you do my classes all month round. But if you're on your period, like we talk about periods in my studio, like yeah. they're just yeah. like, and I'm always like, oh, I'm on my lookout, girls. I'm on my period. I didn't get a good yeah. sleep. So, yeah. so I'm grumpy. Like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah totally. um, Break the yeah. taboo, women. <laughs> Let's talk about this stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's not new. It's not normal. It's not weird. Like that's, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and being very in tune with that and other women around you as well, having that adequate respect and, and empathy for those as well, I think is yes. a beautiful thing. And no judging. Like that's the biggest thing is I find when I used to go to a different gym it was very much a very like oh awkward sort of judgy um place does that make sense like it was yeah. like oh I'm doing like whatever this weight today and um and uh, why aren't you lifting that weight like you know what I mean or, or I yeah. finish before you like hurry up and and I I do not tolerate any of that yeah. it is very much yeah. you're working at your own pace and and I know some of my girls can can you know go really hard but they understand that this is not that time and um, you are more stress reactive during this time. So if you are not looking after your body at this time, your period is going to be worse. You're going to be more inflamed and most of the time your cravings, your PMS will be so much worse if you're not looking after yourself at these different phases. And, you know, when you have those two weeks, like and it actually becomes a little bit exciting because you can change up your workout and then you don't get that fatigue, but then also you get to your like post-pregnancy, um, post sorry, post-period stage and you were just like, like so excited about yeah. the, the yep. amount of work you're about to get yep. done. And, and um, yeah, so I just found that it, it was just something that when I started doing this myself and I just really started to feed my body um, more effectively, training to my cycle, you know, I... I did have huge results with with my um, PMS, with my period and my thyroid. And, yeah, it just really worked for me. And I just wondered why this wasn't something that was more mainstream and yeah so the the other thing is is we're not many men you know what I mean like I feel like we have this whole pressure and this push to be like go 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 like we're men and we're just the same with high testosterone all month all year off you go but it's not like that we're we're Mm -hmm. delicate and I say that in the best way possible not that we're soft and we can't hit goals and we don't have athletic strong women out Mm -hmm. there but we change and we fluctuate and that means we in the middle of our cycle we're going to kick some butt and we get stuff done and we're productive and whether that's at work or home or food or exercise whatever it is we get so much done in that month probably more double the amount a man does so when Mm -hmm. we take a week (laughs) off to just chill and respect our bodies and go hey you know what like this is what I'm going through for the week I need to you know Mm -hmm. be careful with myself then then that's okay it doesn't put us behind it just is about respecting Mm -hmm. that you are a female at the end of the day and embrace that. Yes. Like that is actually a good thing. You get this monthly report card every single month yes. that tells Love you that. how mm-hmm. you've treated your body for the last four weeks. And if it wasn't well, mm-hmm. and if you've been stressing, you've overdone it and over-exercised, your period would tell you. You either won't get it or it'll Absolutely. be heavy or it'll be painful or, you know, and mm-hmm. we get that feedback every month. And and like you said, if we're if we train in alliance with that, and slow down when we need to and pick it up when we can then your periods are going to thank you for it 
Absolutely. Yeah. And it just filters through so many different aspects of your life. And I mean, I've been a a personal trainer for 10 years and I regret so badly. Like I remember I had some of my clients like, oh, I'm on my period. I'm going to give it a miss today. And I would, I would, I'd be like, oh my God, get over it. Like, (laughs) you know, and I feel so guilty about that. But you know, like I was, ne- I we weren't ever taught this, and and it was like you got your period. Well, I mean, back when I got my first period, it was um, okay. We better get you on the pill. Like that, that was the mindset, and I do see a shift. Um, yeah. Uh, ch- and and I, I see that changing, but I still, that was it. That was just the way it is, and you know, yeah. I I feel like now that I've feel like I'm educated a lot more around this and and as I said like you don't have to stop like you don't have to be like oh I've got my period I'm going to stop you might have maybe your first or second day like I know me personally my second day of my period I do feel exhausted and I just feel like walking you know I just go for a walk um and and it's just that relaxation walk like to get my stress levels down and and not it's it's not a paced walk it is just relaxing go for a walk with my daughter yeah come on that's what we're here for (laughs) yes yeah so um you don't have to like stop going to the gym but you do just start respecting your body and I just have one more thing to add to that um and I this is a really easy way to to help people look at it is um you you know an athlete or if you have someone who's like a you're a netball player or footy or basketball whatever you will have seasons where you are on season you're like pre-season you're off season and you have that for a specific reason yes it maybe stretches out over a whole year but if you take a look at that as your as a if you're not an athlete or you're not someone who plays sport like that, then look at that for your own cycle and your own exercise and put it into a month by month program. So exactly as what I said, you know, like when you're on your period, post period ovulation, and then pre-period, use that as a little bit of, um, you know, off season, pre-season, your ovulation is on season, and then you're going back to um, you know, maybe you're on a holiday for a little bit and then yep. you're back to yep. your pre-season. And, and I definitely think that um, you don't, you, yeah, you don't have to be switched on and at the gym and pushing yourself to that extreme every single yeah. day because you're just going to end up with potentially Hashimoto's yeah. <laughs> or yep. some yep. other, you know, imbalance that that I um, ended up with. And, and now my results are a lot slower and I've really got to just take care of my metabolism and, and yeah, get those stress levels down. So yeah, if I, if I could, body. yeah, just respecting your body and, and, and please do, because, you know, maybe it's not affecting you right now, but you never know when, when kids want to come around and you want to have kids and this ends up being an issue for you. I never thought this would be an issue for me. And um, yeah, so I definitely think where I can educate and help and yeah. So how how do you yeah how do you educate and help women? You said that you've got a six week transformation club opening in twenty twenty one. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, we have an online and in person studio. So the other thing is when I was um, like being a busy mom and a business owner. I found it so hard to get to specific classes at the gym. And um, if my daughter was having a bad day, I had like subscriptions to lots of different online studios plus yeah. a gym membership. So I've created, um, obviously I'm in Adelaide, um, South Australia, but um, I created an on 
online slash in-person and live stream studio. So there is one class posted daily online and the classes are uniquely designed by me. And during that class, we do talk a lot about, you know, when you should be going hard and when you should be going less and that kind of stuff, like where you are in your cycle. Um, And the classes range from um, like a strength, Pilates um, mix of class uh, where we do go with the weights and stuff and then there's also more of a high intensity um, hip style training Um, and then we have different um, rest periods for if you're post-period, pre-period, ovulating, things like that. Um, So that is all. There's one class posted daily. Then there is in-person classes, but I also live stream all the classes. So if you're this type of person that's like, no, I need to get to a class, you can still come along if you don't live in my area or in in Adelaide. You can still get come along to the class, but you just pop on Zoom and I can see you on the screen and you can still have that... um, sort of, I guess, uh, community-based. Um, and then with, with that, you actually get access to um, like my online health um, program as well. Then, um, yeah, we're opening up the doors. I've never done a group um, group health sessions before. So it's basically um, working with a group of women that all want to find out more information about this and it's um, one session a week for six weeks and you get free access to all of the um, the classes as well Beautiful. online in person awesome. and live stream. <laughs> well that yeah. sounds amazing so if any of you want more information on that I will pop all Jade's contact details in the show notes you can find her on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook. She's got a beautiful website. She's also being very generous and offering all you listeners a 20% off code. So that is Sheridan 20. I will pop those details there, but thank you so much, Jade, for sharing all that hormone goodness with us and training for our cycles. And I'm sure the ladies got so much out of it and will be applying those things. They better be applying those things to their body and learning to train effectively. So please, yeah, jump over, follow Jade on Instagram. She's got heaps of awesome content on there. And yeah, thanks for jumping on today and sharing your knowledge with us. Thank you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure and I hope um, I've shed some light on this taboo topic. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.